your screen get so dark, Darren? Yeah, what happened? You were in dark mode. There you go. Oh, no. <laughs> run away. There you go. <laughs> He's trying to Bo Burnham it. <laughs> oh, my stupid friends are having children. <laughs> uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 52 of Genre Geeks. Congrats, boys. We made it. We now have one episode a week for a year. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> like I said on our 50th, this is not the show we started with, and I'm very much happy about it. It's hard for me to go back and listen because my energy was so low in the first, I don't even know, 15, 16 episodes where I'm just like, all right, so uh, in this episode, we're going to be talking. About <laughs> and, and like As I'm listening back to it now, I'm like, dude, wake up. And then I'm like, oh no, I was just mega depressed. And so that <laughs> I think you're also it, was a little bit <laughs> it was bleeding into my performance. You're probably also a little bit scared about being kind of a performance type thing too. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, so? we did the podcast I... before, but it's weird because we also didn't yeah. have video back then. So I'm True. talking to no one. Yeah. 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 It was, that was weird. I think for sure adding the video aspect changed it a lot for us, made it a lot more uh, just like talking to friends than it used to be. Cause it was, it was definitely weird the first like when we when we went from doing the Suga podcast in person to doing this it was weird that was a weird yeah. transition hundred percent yeah um, but mm. anyways COVID uh, man <clears throat> yep today is uh, June fourteenth oh, no. AJ AJ moved away that too yeah <laughs> <laughs> COVID man <laughs> I saw it coming um, I got ahead of it. Well, I guess we should introduce <laughs> introduce each other again for the fifty second time. So, AJ, do you have any? Yeah, you know, fifty two uh, episodes. Well, still, oh, we still I've can't cement our bits. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I am AJ, and with me, of course, is he's got a big old pink light behind him, Darren. Hello. We got. I can't even come up with a funny bit because he's just here today. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> he doesn't look as ragged as this episode. Uh, actually, I do, but it's all right. Uh, uh, yeah, still looking pretty ragged. So, thanks, I mean, thanks. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know why, but it's weird seeing light behind him, Matt. I we don't record that, yeah. during we don't record during the daytime, so like seeing that light come from that back door just looks weird. Oh, that door. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Never mind. And unfortunately, Ian isn't with us today. Uh, like AJ mentioned, uh, we are recording a bit earlier than normal in the day because uh, Heath has to go to work tonight at eight p.m. And mm-hmm. basically, like normal when we start recording, so uh, we had to move things around and we kicked off Ian permanently. So yeah, yeah. it's uh, my fault. Permanently until maybe the last half hour. We'll see. He may be joining <laughs> us towards the end of the episode. <laughs> but uh, here we go. I thought go. it was permanent. Yeah. Well, if he decides to come back, if not. Mm. <laughs> so it's I'm not going to give him an outlet to plug it. I'm not going to give him an outlet to plug his other podcast because he ah, has a podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll talk about it when he. I'm going to save that for when mm-hmm. he gets on air. Hopefully, he gets mm-hmm. on air because yep. I want to roast. We him listen to Ian. Don't try to hide behind your stupid work. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It was. Wait, he has another one as well. He does. Don't don't. Other than yeah. We we no no he does not have another podcast. Okay, my bad. He does not. You can't. The audience podcast. can't see or the the podcast listeners can't see my air quotes when I say podcast. <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, it's June fourteenth. It is International Bath Day, so uh, mm, I guess yeah. it's time to take a bath. Um, no, gross. Took a bath. Baths belong to babies. Okay, we bathe my kid because a shower would just be logistically a nightmare for him. <laughs> For sure. You guys I would are love trying to, to give a shower to a toddler, <laughs> a little freaking like not even a year old. <laughs> no, we uh, dunk him in the tub, yeah. but no, we, bats are gross we, when you're above got, a baby. We gotta find that out for science. 
Here's who, the thing. Who wants to, who wants to volu- volunteer <laughs> children? Whose kid do we want to shower? Uh, baths, gross. Hot tubs, cool. Which is I guess so it just hot comes, baths. From, it, it comes yeah. from your attitude behind it. Are you in the sure, hot tub yeah. to get clean? It's So it's like a Dimitri Martin bit where like he would have a graph here. It's like, okay, temperature of water and then age of person. And then like... <laughs> you have to just slide it. <laughs> the, the higher the temperature, the higher the age, whatever. And that's like, when the are baths you gonna, are okay. Are you taking a bath? Well, it's really hot. Oh, well then that's relaxing. <laughs> I took a bath uh, when I had COVID. I took a cold really? shower. I took a cold bath, yeah, because I was sweating. Ew. The fever was so bad, so... You guys if you're in a cold bath, you better showers? be a star athlete. Is, is it cold showers <laughs> or hot showers? Do you get like what do you guys take normally? It's not. Go ahead. Hot showers. Oh, well, yeah. no, I was gonna say something off of AJ, but then you asked a question, so. Okay. Well, uh, I take lukewarm because I have super like dry skin, and I used to take piping hot showers, but my skin was just getting destroyed. So lukewarm. I'm the same way. Brandy takes like scalding hot showers to where she comes out, and it looks like. I don't know, like he, she was smoking up, like, you know, just an entire pack of cigarettes and then it walks out and it's just like <laughs> steam everywhere or whatever. But like, I don't know, I, I prefer like not quite cold enough to be like cold, but like not hot. It's not hot, though. It's, it's, it's definitely not like I wouldn't say it's a hot shower at all. Like it's mm-hmm. more cold than it is hot. And I feel like gotcha. I'm in the minority there. But what are we going to say, Matt? Gonna say, Matt? I honestly don't remember. Uh, I think I made it. I made a joke about Heath saying you better be like a star athlete, getting to that ice bath, your muscles all, whatever. Moving Very past. Very well. Right, next day. <laughs> oh, you figured it out or no? Okay, back, moving on. Uh, it is also <laughs> National Strawberry Shortcake Day. Mm, yummy. Those and are good, dude. I'm not even gonna crap on those. Those are delicious. Today is also Flag Day too, which surely we should know that. Is it really? It's all the flags everywhere. It's yeah, the first Monday or second Monday in June, I think. Is Matt, look day. that up. What is Flag Day celebrating? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, yeah, the I don't know. Flags, either. okay. Oh, I think it's like the flag, like you know, the American flag. The American. I feel like that would be know, part of the name. Yeah. Or part so of just, um, Fourth of July. Is it, so it's, well, that's Fourth of July, though, right? <laughs> so National just Flag make, Day, just make that Flag Day Fourth too. of July. Yeah, anyway. that's weird. Um, what what state is it, uh, AJ? What state is the day? Oh, I'm trying to guess one that I haven't already guessed before. Let's go with, uh, West Virginia. It is Kentucky. No. Matt, New Hampshire. No, actually, Matt was ah. closest because there is a new. It, it it is a new. I'll say that. Okay, it's a new. Anyone want to give me any secondary guesses? Well, I mean, there's. I think there's only Mexico. one. Other one is it? Well, actually, no. I'll take the back. Oh no, I'm, I'm an idiot. There's like four. Ooh, Ooh. New York. Edge took the correction. Bang! And just pointed at himself. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly fired. <laughs> okay, so New York is Heath's guess. I say New Mexico. Oh, I'll take Jersey then. Matt got it. Matt is the right person. Oh, I played the wrong sound. Dang it. Aww. F my life. Uh, you probably didn't even hear it anyways. Uh, One that day that, that right. was where like the, the big, you know, da-da sound effects was to go off. So let's try it again. <laughs> da-da. There you go. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, and then June 16th is only one. There's only literally one listed for June 16th, and it's National Ooh. Fudge Day. Mm. All right. Yeah. Flag, I was going to say flag. that better be a heavy hitter day. And guess what? It is. It's like flag day is exactly what you said. Just celebrating flag? Yeah, it's just literally just celebrating nation's flag. 
The our nation or, or just nations or just in general? The nations in general. It's like a worldwide event. That's oh, weird. Wow. Yeah, it's really weird. Okay. I literally can just like right click on all of these days on this website. I'm going to read what it says. On June 14th, National Flag Day honors old, old glory and commemorates the adoption of the United States flag on June 14th, 1777. <laughs> so that's our new, like the most, the newest. Well, actually not even the newest because we didn't have 50, I mean, have 50 stars on that one. What I'm saying is, Matt, what you're, where did you get your information from? It literally says, commemorates says, the adoption says, of the United States flag. <laughs> it says a flag day is a flag-related holiday and day designed for flying a certain flag, such as a national flag. That's okay. all I read. So you, They have it worded okay. as it's not toward America. It's just gotcha. a nation. I understand. So it's that saying, like, just... Flag Day is a generic term, and our Flag Day is on t- is today. So other nations have other yeah. Flag Days. So like ah, Flag Day in Mexico is I don't know whatever. Yeah, Wait. kind of interesting, uh, but I think August it's very 16th. stupid to celebrate yeah. a flag. That's so true. Should be wrapped <laughs> or up. Get in canceled. The whole That's it. Of July thing. <laughs> That's in our podcast yeah. right there. <laughs> hey, AJ hates America. Genre geeks <laughs> hates the hates the flag and all the troops. <laughs> So, oh, man. Uh, Heath, how's Matt. your week, man? Oh, sure. Whatever you want. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Heath. It was pretty cool. Um, had a three-day weekend, so that's pretty awesome. Love that. Uh, I watched Bo Burnham for a third time with Tori. Uh, I what started she playing. She liked it. Um, we'll talk about it later, but I got something to say about third time watching okay. it. Uh, Maneater. I started playing that. I stopped I playing it shortly afterwards because it's I pretty, played it for about an hour. <laughs> it's pretty lame. <laughs> what is Maneater? What is that? You play as a shark, and it's like an RPG game. It's it's freaking weird, man. Is I it like the, I, yeah. the duck simulator or like the bread simulator type game where it's like no, it's a like, it's a arcadey shark game where you oh, okay okay. It tries. I appreciate the effort behind it, but I think it was really short sighted. Where yeah, yeah. an hour or so about the amount of time you need to be like, okay, I understand everything about this game. Like it's kind exactly. of an adult swim type thing. They have Chris Parnell doing like the voiceover for the like narrator for the shark. Like, the shark will hunt and blah, 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 blah. As you're, you know, eating stuff. It was free. That's why I have it. Yeah, <laughs> it was a free PlayStation game. Interesting. Um, watched E3, which is a big thing for my week. E3. Oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be, it's an annual thing for me. This year was, no different. Is that why you and had a three-day weekend? Was so you watch E3? You took off for E3? No, no, it was part of it, but also I because I was at work so much. I actually mm. got a three-day weekend. Lovely. Well, I know that because last time you had mentioned that, like you said that you have in the past taken off work for E3. Is that usually right, I do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the last thing for, is I start playing Yakuza Like a Dragon. Nice. And what do you think? It is fantastic. Ten out of ten. I'm only like four hours in, but I'm already in love with it. Uh, it's I, it's, it's so been good. recommended very highly to me. Like I actually really, really want to play it. It's so good. If you like the other the Yakuza games, this is really good. Slight difference with the turn-based type type gameplay, but mm-hmm. it's still fantastic. Yeah, I love those games. Cool deal. Cool. Top ten. <laughs> I would bet a million dollars. Darren has never even seen gameplay of any Yakuza game. Never heard of it. <laughs> There's like twenty of them. I'm making that up. There's a lot of them. There's a lot. Yeah, I love them. Uh, Matt, how was your week, man? Uh, it was all right. I watched some E3 also. I didn't, Heath probably watched way more than I did, but, um, I've started Ghost of Tsushima. Nice. That's, what platform? Uh, PS5. Nice. Well, Very cool. the PS4 on PS5, but. Yeah, yeah. 4K 60 um, FPS? 
Oh yeah. All right, dude. That has spoiled me in some games. Like I. Me too. Legit... That's straight up a determining factor if I get it now. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, so with the PlayStation Plus collection, there's quite a few good games that you can have for free and play. That's how actually how I played God of War. But um, Final Fantasy 15 is on there, and uh, I got Horizon Zero Dawn the other day. They're giving that out for free for some reason. Nice. But um, I tried playing Final Fantasy 15 and Horizon, and both of them aren't updated for 60 FPS for some dumb reason. And I was mm. like, well, looks like I'm not playing you yet. <laughs> Dude, you're super spoiled in it. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it, I love it. But um, other than that, <laughs> I finished Bo Burnham's new special. Nice. Um, Let's talk about that later. Uh, my week. Uh, I really honestly haven't done much. I watched Loki uh, and I watched the Bo Burnham special again and also listened to the music, like the soundtrack like seven times or something like that. <laughs> uh, really, really enjoy that. Um, and then we are like maybe one chapter away from finishing It Takes Two. Um, nice. Almost yes. there. Yeah, it's so good, man. It's so good. Um, I I recommended it to AJ for him and Amber to play. Um, but it might be too hard for them right now. But I, the second we have free time, dude, we're gonna try. It's it is definitely like I've actually been pretty been pretty proud of Brandy for the most part because um, I uh, like going into it. I did not think based on Heath's uh, like you know conversation about it, didn't think it was gonna be possible for us to finish it, and like it might be too hard. But like it's she's done really well. Like she's actually like playing a video game like you know well. Like she's she's jumping out, jumping and hitting platforms, and she's like doing combos and where she's like has a weapon or whatever. And so it's like it's really cool actually. I've been really proud of her. But like the game is so good. Oh, and you guys were saying about like the four K uh, sixty FPS thing. Um, last time, uh, like it's when I was playing it, it was so obvious that the textures in the game were not really like made for ps4 because i'm still playing on a ps4 obviously but like it was made for ps5 and everything and it's it's really like that was kind of off-putting at first and i was like what's wrong with like our graphics on this game or whatever um but anyways it's been really fun and that was basically my week we still we didn't watch any uh, extra marvel movies this week because we've been playing it takes two basically in chance we get um, nice yeah tr- trying to get that finished and it's yeah it's just super fun so aj what did you do this week uh, a few things. Amber and I managed to watch a movie, not at all in one sitting, but there's that new Disney movie that is now free on Disney, Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah. I actually watched that too. Yeah. Awesome. Because of my kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Amber and I just like, we like Disney movies. <laughs> uh, it was, it was good. I have complaints, but it was good. It, it wasn't, uh, I don't think this is going to be like launch as a franchise, like Frozen. Uh, my, my big problem with it is it has the bad problem of Mary Sue, but I appreciate their attempt of trying to give her a flaw, but they straight up and they will not stop addressing her flaw, like with literal words. So what I mean by that, when I say Mary Sue, think of Ray from star Wars and it's just, she's good at everything. She's perfect. No real character flaws. And that's a problem. She's not interesting as a character. Where's her growth, her arc throughout this movie? Raya has that, except she doesn't trust people. And you know that because everyone says, hey, you don't trust people. And that's a problem character wise, Hmm. where it'd be one thing if we just like, man, like us as the audience was like, dude, she just needs to stop being so uh, withdrawn and secretive. But it literally the characters are saying, wow, Raya, you don't trust anyone. She's like, (laughs) no. 
And it would also be bad if that wasn't a good thing for some of the stuff in the movie where her not her inability to trust people would have saved them problems if like they would have listened to her. So that's my problem with that. I, when it comes to like having a lead like that, it's, I don't like when the character is perfect and has no flaws. So the fact that they made her good at everything and her only flaw is not even technically a flaw kind of kind of bothersome. I will say they kind they very much so try to bring it back towards the end of the movie. But all in all, perfectly fine Disney movie. Do you think it's possible that the the like spoon feeding thing is because the target audience is not people like that are 26 years old and no, because <laughs> no, because they've it, this. It's a Disney movie, which their whole thing. It's not grand. It's not Pixar. It's Disney. So it's Frozen and Tangled and yeah. Moana. They don't spoon feed you, or they, I mean, it's more for it's for adults as well as kids. Like think of Moana. Yeah. yeah. And actually, that's kind of a problem too. Moana doesn't have any flaws really, if you think about it. And that's that's why you yeah. have The Rock, who is kind of flawed. I guess the you know, adventurous nature where like their parents are like, no, you have to stay on the island. And she's like, but no, she was right. <laughs> that's not a flaw. If she's right. <laughs> but that's kind of how it is with Ryan. I just, I don't like that. And they don't have, they don't really have the whole Maui character to balance it where it's like, okay, well he's going to be our growth. Then they don't really have that with this movie. Hmm. But like I said, I, I think it's imaginative and I appreciated some of the stuff they did with it. As far as, you know, like, oh, they kind of took a chance here. Uh, it took a second. I don't know about you, Heath, but it took a second for me to even really accept the movie. Because for the first five, ten minutes, it's like, man, this is kind of the the animation is weird. Kind of. And it just looks <laughs> kind of whatever. Uh, there you go. Uh, Serena Corn said in chat, Moana won't stay on the porch. So that's her flaw. <laughs> is she, she knows better than the entire tribe. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, like I said, Ryan Lost Dragon, worth a watch. If you know you got time, you got kids or you the brandy get through all the Marvel movies, worth a watch. I'm more hyped for uh what is the Pixar one coming out? Luca. Yeah, that Luca? comes out the one about that's like, gonna be free on it on uh Disney Plus uh, the end of this month, maybe in like in this month in June. Really? So I'm super hyped for that. I've actually been not watching any trailers or anything just because I love Pixar movies. So Yeah, for sure. Did that. I watched uh I mean, I, I won't go into it. I watched a lot of stuff that I've already uh, seen before. Hey, it comes out in two days. <laughs> Perfect. Really? <laughs> yeah. Initial, Thank you, Matt. Initial, unless it got delayed, which... I don't believe it did. It says June 16th, 2021. Perfect. Wow. So it comes uh, out on Disney Plus or like in theaters? Disney Plus. Yes. And I think theaters too. I think but they're doing theaters free. too. So why are, they, why are there some movies that they're doing theaters and like Cruella, for example, is like, you know, you got to pay 30 bucks to access or whatever. Like, why is it just certain movies that they want to put behind a paywall or what? Like, is there yeah, I think it's just high, high demand Black, for sure. Black Widow is going to be like that, too. Because they're kind of being get that mean money. To, yeah, try to be mean to Pixar. They're like, eh, Pixar. Because they did it <laughs> well, with Soul, if you remember. Soul oh, that came was out. A paywall, too? No, that was no. free. It's that's how yeah. Pixar. Yeah. That's how they do Pixar. Yeah. Is when it's a Pixar movie. I mean, granted, there's only the two examples. Soul came out straight up for free right and now luca straight up for free but raya and the last dragon they had, they had the paywall mulan they had oh, the paywall i didn't know raya had a paywall too okay yeah okay. it's been out technically for i don't i don't want to make up a number it's been out what so black widow is gonna be 30 dollars too or something or what uh according i don't uh, know according to Matt. i think she'll i think that movie will be under that paywall so. that makes sense though because that movie like you know would be 
one of the biggest probably like if it was like in a theaters only if there, if there was no like streaming services it would be one of the biggest movies of the year probably i would think so yeah well it was supposed to come out in may of 2020 La- yeah last year yeah so right. so uh and but, uh the, one of the biggest things i did with my time this week is i've been playing a crap ton of mortal kombat 11 nice robocop is my main you better believe i'm I'm bodying people dude i've been watching like videos i've been labbing with it where for like a couple hours i'm just in practice mode just working on my combos and dancing with my cancels and dude i love i love robocop and uh and mk11 so much in fact that i realized i don't own robocop on any physical media so i bought the steelbook (laughs) edition of robocop and i I saw your yeah i posted it on our instagram yeah, yeah, I love it. Freaking love for it. Sure. See that, see that Follow us at Genre Geeks <laughs> and Twitter on uh, Genre Geeks Cast. But Logan dude, I'm, I've been playing the, the a little bit of the story mode, and that's I really like that too. I think it's really, really cool. Uh, something that I will say though is, I mean, we've already talked about how horrible Sonya uh, voice Jeez. cast is. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Rhonda. Yeah, uh, whatever, Rousey. She is a terrible voice actress, but I like a lot of the fun stuff in it. And what I really, really like, and I don't, I can't recall any other MK game that did this, where you can pick, at least with the uh, Liu Kang and uh, Luke uh, Kung Lao, you can pick who you want to play as during their scenes together. Uh, that's where I got off, at least. That's where where I, I stopped playing. Mm-hmm. But I really, really dig that. That's yeah, super, pretty cool. super cool. Yeah. But uh, I will say though, a little pro tip: if you guys have MK11, the best uh, fatality for RoboCop is actually his brutality. Where I'm kind of disappointed with Robocop's fatalities because the his main his normal one like his his main one that you start with, it's kind of cool. But Ed 209 pops up, which is great fan service. But he also pops up when you do a grab, where it's like so like seeing him again kind of takes away from Robocop, and it's more about mm-hmm. Ed 209, which I don't really like. It, you know, it kind of looks cool, but the brutality finish is if you end the second round with a, gra- a forward grab, you do the bit from when RoboCop dies in, in RoboCop one where he, it's just RoboCop though. So it's freaking gangster. He kneecaps the dude. <laughs> and then he goes like, bang, 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 bang. He lights him up for like <laughs> realistically like four seconds, which is a long time of just shooting. And then he goes over him. He like aims his gun at the dude's head on the ground, then like moves his arm and then blasts the guy's hand off and then shoots him in the head. It's super hard, like hardcore, way cooler than any fatality that RoboCop does. But uh, so outside it has of Robo- to be that, that specific, like you know, circumstance where it's like at the end of the second round, yeah, forward grab, he does that. Every character has at least two brutalities, which is like it's a cool, it's like basically a soft third fatality. Uh, but yeah, they're weird circumstances where the other Robocop's other one is you can't block during the second round, which is it, it's just like not feasible. Known beforehand, is that something like that people have to find out? Like it's in the menu, like, like you go through the move set, oh, okay, it has okay. all the circumstances. And some of them are easy, some of them are hard, and to varying degrees of coolness of it. Oh, so that's part of the thing. So I've never been into Mortal Kombat, so I don't know any of this stuff. So it's like where you have to like be fall like it's like a challenge type situation where you finish the game yeah. like okay, I did the thing, you know, I, like whatever. And huh. if you do uh, like the I'll, I'll call it classic mode with like the Tower of Might, you can get extra points for doing a brutality instead okay. of a fatality. But I also will say that RoboCop has the freaking dopest friendship ality. In all of Mortal Kombat. Do you know what it is, Heath? No, I don't remember that his at all. We're watching it after this. I'm not even going to spoil it. Okay. We're going to watch it. We're going to put that on watch together. But uh, that's my week. I- I've gone on. But that's uh, that. That's that's more or less my week. Okay. So should we wait and talk about Inside until... Well, if we talk about Inside, 
later, then Heath will be gone, Ian will be here. So I guess we can do it then, or we can talk about it now. I don't really care. Let's talk about it now. We'll talk about it again with Ian if he wants to. So, okay, so Matt's the only person that's new to the conversation. So him and I actually talked about it earlier today, and from what I got gathered from him, it seemed like there were some things he liked, some things he didn't like, and also he listened to our thoughts from the last episode because obviously he took his headphones off and wasn't part of the discussion. And I I think one thing that I got from Matt was that you thought that it was more comedy special than what we like led you to believe. Is that correct? Is that kind of is that fair to say? Or let um kind of it's I'm having <laughs> such a I'm such having such a mind <laughs> fart on this, dude. What like what what's I don't take your wor- take your thoughts and articulate them, Matt. <laughs> I'm trying to, dude. <laughs> okay, you did. You thought we pitched it as too much of a comedy for you, or we did. We undersold the comedy. What are what do you? Yes, because okay, mo like I so I've watched it and then I've also listened to the whole album on streaming services. Okay. I I got more of a mental health heavy. Oh, he is on a breaking point. I got more of that from watching it than I did listening to it. I agree with like, that. Yeah, 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 that's, absolutely. Yeah, that's not a that's not a hot take at all. That's one hundred percent understandable. Well, so I would like I would argue most of his songs are meant to have a funny context of some kind. Too. I think that's like like what I said. I don't to think you that's earlier. a negative thing, though. Yeah, I th- what I said to him earlier too is that like that is Bo Burnham's style in that like all of his stuff is really tongue in cheek or whatever, where it's like the whole thing is where it's like, he's having a chipper attitude and there's lights, lights and everything like that. And then he's talking about like killing himself or whatever. So it's like, that's his entire thing. So like, especially whenever you're like, if you take the song out of context, then yes, it probably feels like not, not nearly as dark. But then whenever you sandwich between like two scenes of him, like losing his mind in his house and then that song pops up and then it goes away again. And it's like, it makes the song more powerful, in my, in my opinion, at least. So, like, I totally agree with you. I think that the songs themselves, like, if you if someone just listened to the songs and didn't watch the special, they probably wouldn't get the same stuff from it. They probably wouldn't get the same, like, impact in terms of, like, the mental health stuff. Which but, you're like, not supposed to. That's, you're supposed to watch it. That's why right. it was released Absolutely. on Netflix. Right. Absolutely. Well, that and also, but that's why I argue and can't decide if it is a comedy special quote unquote or just a special well what like, would you consider just one. what's it what's just a special it's why it's this, it, it's supposed to be kind of like an experience with someone i guess have you ever something. can you name any examples of that well I, I would figure i would say like all like comedy specials are an experience too well that was your definition what was mine are you saying that, that was is? your definition you said the experience was your definition you said a special would be an experience, right? I mean, so like I, I'm trying yes. to figure out like I, I don't. Th- my th- personal opinion is that, like it is not a comedy, but there is comedy in it, right? Like there are funny bits, obviously, and naturally, I think that the first half of the thing is more funny than the second half because I, I think. And Matt made a good point earlier today. He said that he thought that starting the starting the journey, whatever, starting the special. I don't think I don't think he even thought it was going to be a, a like a mental health thing. Like I don't think there's any reason that he thought that he was going to be tackling his own mental health issues throughout the entire thing. 
because like the first like four songs, I don't know in which order he recorded them. But let's say he did record them in some in some similar order to how they were actually like in, you know end up end product. Um, I think it's fair to say that like whenever he started it, he was going to do a comedy special, and then towards the end, it's like no, I have mental health issues, and I'm just gonna just talk about them on this thing. So I don't know. I, I think it like the first half you can make an argument that it's comedy special, but then after like I can't. I think what it was like uh, the intermission. Yeah, after the intermission, maybe maybe like yeah. one or two songs before then. I think that's probably whenever it shifted back to like what the reason the special is so good, in my opinion. Because I don't if if it was all first half stuff, we wouldn't even be talking about it. Probably we probably have said it's it's you know it's good. Like it was it was funny, blah, blah blah. But the reason that people love it so much, in my opinion, and why I love it so much, is for the second half where it's like he's talking, being vulnerable, being honest, like that kind of stuff, and. I was like, I think honestly, like there's an alternate universe where like that special doesn't get released for 10 years because he killed himself in the middle of it. Like, honestly, like, and that's, that's powerful yeah. to me. Like that's one of that's, it, it seemed really genuine. It seemed really transparent. Um, and like AJ's at last episode where it's like, he, you know, you, you don't really know in the moment whether or not it's ever going to be released because you don't know if it's going to be good enough or you don't know if you're going to even be alive to watch it. Like, so it's, I don't know. I, I think that's to me, the reason I wouldn't call it a comedy special, Matt, is because the thing that makes it so good, the reason it has you know 9.8 on IMDb and 100% Rotten Tomatoes, is because of the second half that is not funny. Like in my opinion, at least that's that's why I wouldn't call it a comedy special. But but no, even I'm, then, with the second half not being funny, I still think the second half has its funny bits. Like yeah, I still laugh a lot sure. during the second. Yeah. Half. But I, no, uh, I that's go ahead, Matt. That's what I was saying too. Like the um. I definitely don't, I personally don't call it a comedy special, but I was saying like his entire special is revolved around the songs. And if more than half or just half the songs are in a funny context, then is it really a special or is it just a comedy special? I'll just bring you up You keep saying a special. What is a, give me an example. Like, I don't understand what you're meaning. Like why is, uh, two thoughts. What is a special? I don't understand what you mean by that. Like, what is a what? You see, it's not a comedy special. It's just a special. I don't know what that means. I think and also, that, why does you have why does you having to put that in a box have any factor on how you feel about it? Like, why is you it, saying like, that I don't think it's a comedy special. Like, why does that have any input on if you like it or don't like it? Man, are you saying that because that's what I said last episode? Probably. I think last episode I said that I said it's not a comedy special. It's a special, a Netflix special. I said that last episode. So maybe getting that from me, honestly. But yeah, I I do agree with AJ. Like, what's um you know why does that impact your enjoyment? It doesn't. I just want to know the question. Hmm. So then, okay. okay. Did you like it or not? Like, you still not sure? Yeah. Or? I'm, no, I I think I liked it. Hmm. He, That's he needs, fine. Yeah. I think he needs to uh, quit being a comedian. And just go produce a bunch of stuff. Well, he has a movie that he directed and wrote. I believe wrote. Think so. Yeah, you wrote it. Eighth grade. If you haven't seen eighth grade, eighth grade. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, Uh, I think he's incredibly talented. Seeing what he did during this with his cinematography, his art direction. Also, I think he's like I said. This is what he's a talented person, and so giving him this outlet is perfect. But yeah, uh, I I enjoyed a lot. I haven't anyone who has seen it. I've never seen a single negative thing about it from people who have actually seen it. There are a bunch of dumb, ignorant people that are like, well, I don't like Bo Burnham. Well, okay, well then enjoy, enjoy your chicken nuggets and your fish sticks, buddy. Mm, <laughs> get get out of your head. Get your head out of your butt. Well, mm. I don't think Bo Burnham's funny. 
bread okay, and, well, bread and butter pizza. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. helps to watch him to have, you know, before you can form an opinion. But so everyone do, who has actually seen it loves it. To make Go a ahead. point of how powerful it was, I watched it for a third time with, with Tori, and Tori throughout the entire thing was crocheting. And she was like crocheting, looking down, looking up, laughing at bits, you know, at the songs at the beginning. Jimmy like loves Instagram song, the white girl Instagram. She loves mm-hmm. that song. Like, oh my gosh, it was like oohing and on over it. And there's a part after intermission where he sings a song about, um, are you finding this interesting? I don't want to know. Are you watching yep. your phone? I don't want to know. Like during that song, Tori put down a crochet and <laughs> washed it. I was like, that's yeah. really freaking good. good. Like That's awesome that Bo got through to her like that. Like that was a song that made her put it down and start watching it. And then after that, it gets very serious tone. And right. it was so funny because like whenever he like breaks down, starts crying, she was, I don't think he's acting. I'm like, no, Tori, he's not acting. This is real. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I still, I th- I, we may have talked about the last episode. I'm not sure. But like, do you guys think, like, is there any part of you guys think that that was re- like the, any of that was rehearsed? Is there any, like, uh, I, think like I do 10% of me. Like, I think, I, yeah, I believe I think, that. Well, uh, I, I think, well, the reason why is I know how Bo Burnham is and I know how, meticulous he is about yeah. things and so i don't I, I don't believe it takes away from the sincerity of it all and i think there might be a problem if people are so attached to this being a hundred percent real that is dangerous it, yeah. even if it isn't even if this is all scripted and which i incline to believe it is and you know it, like he just he threw the script away he was just crying on camera i think that the message of it is more important of whether or not it's 100% real. That's but true. Uh, a, a determining factor of that is the fact that he, the final song was, it was all pre-written. And they have that video of him before well, in the beginning. But he said it wasn't Singing finished. the final song. But yeah. I, maybe. I, I really think that like in that one, I think that he was, he had written that song, but then like the rest of the song, like whenever it started introducing, like, you know, going back to other songs, I don't think yep. that part was written yet because he even well, said like, okay, the ent- ending song, it's not finished Take yet. one, whatever. Take yeah. one, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think that he just like had that in his mind and then like, you know, the different like changes to the other songs, I think that was where like it was, you know, ma- well, I like to think that at least. Maybe he not, didn't write but. the songs during the filming. He, he so. mentioned it. No, he mentioned it in, I think the op- one of the opening songs or like one of the opening statements of he wrote it. He spent the last, you know, he spent months writing it. He wrote the okay. bits out. And I'm not and whether or not some of it changed on the fly or whatever yeah. is I, that's not how this type of production goes. And who knows? Maybe that's why it took him a year is he just he realized halfway through production what the special needed to be. And then he changed mm-hmm. it. Like I said, my point I'm is it does, like, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, my point is that it does. It shouldn't matter. It it like that whole question of oh, is it 100 percent real? Is it all fake? It I don't think that matters at all. I think all that matters is how are you feeling after watching that and if you're if the only reason you think it's good is because you're like wow i just saw a man break on camera i'm not taking that away from the you have every right to watch it and enjoy how you want to but i think it's just not important Hmm. at all because even if it's fake he still thought of it to do it sure yeah. yeah i guess i don't know a part of me wants to believe that at least some portion of it was like what you were talking about last episode where you've you've had that experience on camera in the past where you've been like filming videos and like not sure if anyone's going to see it ever again that kind of stuff like so I, part of me wants to believe that that was genuine uh but like i think you made a good point though it, it doesn't really make a difference necessarily because he's trying to like 
share what that looks like, whether or not mm-hmm. it's genuine or not. Like just sharing like the struggles that a creative person goes through when trying to create stuff. And I don't know. It I, reminds I me of the uh, of the whole end of Inception and the whole open endedness of it. And mm-hmm. the whole argument of is it a dream? Is it not a dream? It shouldn't. It doesn't matter. It's not supposed to matter. Nolan wrote in the script that it's supposed to be open ended. He's like, and then the thing, like the top spins, fade to black. Right. It's supposed to have a conversation. And the, the if people that get hung up on the answer of it, hard answer, don't understand the art of this, of storytelling, that kind of thing. It's supposed to leave you with a question. And I feel like this uh, inside is kind of in the same way of, is this a performance? Is this not a performance? Is this something in between? And I don't think the answer matters. The fact that it presents a question is what's interesting about it. And so I, like I said, I mean, like all that just from this, and I, I've been listening to the, to the song version or whatever on that's on Spotify, the, the inside, just the songs and it just, it sounds good just as music. A lot of it yeah. sounds incredible. Yeah. And so I, I'm very happy that Bo Burnham's getting a lot of the love and attention he deserves. He's in, my, I never thought he stopped being good. I've always loved Bo Burnham way back in the early, I say early two thousands and late two, late aughts, like I think oh seven oh eight. They had a Comedy Central had a thing called the Comedy Central Presents, and they would just get fairly no name artists, and they would it's traditional stand ups typically, and they'll do bits. I've seen I saw Pete Holmes on there, I saw uh, a lot of guys. Uh, what's his face? Donald Glover. I saw him do a stand up on there before, and I saw Bo Burnham on there, and mm-hmm. it was based. I think it was his first special. He used a lot of bits from that for his first special, and I was like, wow, this kid's really freaking good. He's so funny. And he never stopped. And if you watch him on Vine too, like little clips of him on Vine, he was one of the best Viners because he was so freaking funny. And I just, Bo Burnham is just one of those guys to me that I would, I wish he would. I think he has a sincere, sincere love for performance, like live, especially live performance. I don't think he'll ever stop doing it, but I want to see him do more production stuff like eighth grade. I want to see more of that from him because I, I just think he's talented enough to do it. He's pretty talented, and it's, it's obvious that like he's got a lot. Uh, he, he's a very obviously a very very intelligent person too. Like he a lot of thoughts in his brain, and I think it'd be cool to like you know to share more of that kind of stuff, or whatever. But like yeah, I, I'm I, I want to I, I want more from him regardless of what it is. Like he's just he he always makes good stuff. So yeah. Um, so uh, something that there, there's no easy way to segue into this, but I mentioned it last episode that I had this story that yeah, i wanted yeah, to tell yeah. ah yes yeah, yeah. did so he die payoff, or not listeners <laughs> did he die so, or not <laughs> yeah so what happened was uh this was it doesn't matter what day it was last week and i work at four in the morning uh meat cutter and so i leave my house 3 30 around then and i drive and well it's one of my favorite parts of my job is that the roads are dead at that time <laughs> very rarely do i pass more than two cars it's wonderful so I'm driving to work and there's a four-way intersection and there's a truck doing a UE at the intersection. And I'm like, all right, well, whatever. I drive, I go to the stop sign. I stop. He is stopped at the other, my, my right, directly to my right, com- trying to complete his U-turn. He stops. I stop. I look, all right, cool. So I start driving. All of a sudden he takes his flashlight out, starts flashing me, rolls down his window and starts yelling. I don't know what he's yelling. What? And world? immediately I'm like, I don't want to find out what he's yelling. So I just, I start driving. I'm not driving like a maniac. I'm driving a little faster. So I think the speed limit is like 30. I'm going 35. So I'm driving and uh, I hit a red light 
and I stop, my eyes are glued to my freaking uh, rear view mirror. For sure, yeah. And he is, he's coming up and he's doing that thing where he is like, he's braking, but he's getting uncomfortably close to my bumper. And I'm like, okay, what's happening here? And I will say that we live in Texas and I am a gun owner and you better Mm. believe I keep a gun or I have my gun in my car. So a part of me had the comfort of, well, comfort air quotes of, well, I have a gun. I don't want to murder someone today and I don't want to get shot today, but I'm like, what is going on with this guy? What is he doing? So I start, I start driving further down the road. There's a straightaway and I'm going pretty quick at that point. I think the speed limit is 40. I'm going about 50, 55 trying to get away from this guy and he is following me uh, in speed and he's like kind of swerving. So I'm like, Oh God, is this guy drunk? Like what is happening right now? So to get to my job, I have to go hit an access road right by I 45 major highway. So I gun it at that point. I'm going, I think 70 and a 55 and I'm just going and he's keeping up with me. And oh, I, at God. that point I was about to call the cops. Cause I'm like, what is happening? Is he trying to kill me? Is he trying to warn me? What's happening right now? it's 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 a bizarre situation and i feel like a lot of people have that oh oh we just called the cops you weren't there and you weren't go like being chased at like going fast in a car so i uh, i i go over this kind of bridge part that the the road eventually leads to and what for whatever reason he stops in the middle of there there's three lanes uh, uh three lanes of this of this one way he stops in the middle of it and i just keep going and i keep looking like over my shoulder. I don't see him. I go to work. I immediately arm my house security from my phone because <laughs> I can do that. And I text Amber, my, Hey, it, it's armed. Cause I don't know what this psychopath is doing. So that was the start at that point. It's three 45 in the morning. And that's oh how I have God. to start my day. So, so there was no resolution. Yeah. Like you no never... resolution, which is horrifying because it's, was he chasing me? Was he trying, would he, would he have hurt me? I, just What's going, help? I, I assume he was drunk. Or did he need help or something? I don't know. Because like, again, when I got to that stop sign, he was braking, but he was like going to hit my car if I wouldn't have, if it didn't turn green and, and, I, and I can go. Hey, Jeez. is your refrigerator running? <laughs> but dude, I, that, that was nightmarish. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that is. But, uh, so, so you, sounds you like an origin story to me. Yeah. An origin story for who? For him or AJ? <laughs> for AJ, like at the start of Apocalypse, he's trying to warn you. And then <laughs> yeah. AJ speeds off going 70 down to 50, and then oh, he, it's the as soon as he turns around from, and he hits a zombie. It's the grandma from Matt's story where she, Matt was like talking about, like, hey, uh, you know, what's up? Oh. And she's like, where, where is the exit? No, whatever. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, sir, Jesus is coming for you. The rapture. <laughs> like, That's funny. <laughs> We'll we'll get to news here. I have one more, one more bit. I was gonna wait for Ian, but it sounds like Ian may not be here. But typically, this go this is towards the end of the show. But I want to since we're on a roll, I want to get this way now. I have a nomination, and it can go one of two ways. I'm trying to better myself. I'm trying to practice positive thinking. So I'm going to spin this in a positive way. <laughs> it's going to be a GG nomination instead of what I really feel. So I want a GG. We've all, we're, we're all drivers and we've all gone on highways. We've experienced traffic and there is a golden rule that people are generally aware of. And if not need to be aware of when two lanes are merging into one, 
there's an etiquette. Ah, the old zipper and rule, eh? I'm not even saying an unspoken etiquette. There is an etiquette that needs to be talked about. Love a good zipper. And so my GG is for the people who honor the zipper. Ah. <laughs> when you're trying to merge into yeah. a lane, you just you stop. Go ahead, sir. Now it's my turn. And then you go about your day. I'm choosing to GG those who honor the zipper. Any thoughts? All in favor? 100%. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I've never heard of that zipper. How? Really? But You've never heard of the zipper? No. Matt, what is wrong with you? Take this as a I'm PSA. Not, I'm not a maniac, though, when it comes to mer- merging, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm civil about it. I mean, I might I might have been doing the zipper the whole time. I just didn't know what <laughs> Maybe, the zipper was. Maybe, I hope you did. No, no, you've been just... Dis- you. I can't imagine. You're that one guy where it's like eight cars in a row, zip perfectly, right. and then you just like follow the car behind you like a damn hooligan. Mm. <laughs> but, so, Darren has a, Z, has a yes, Heath. Yes, 100%. Matt, sure, <laughs> cool. Well, with, it gets a GG. Uh, Those who confidence. honor the zipper, you better honor. honor. And like I said, there are there's a very colorful version of this story that I can choose to present it as. But <laughs> there's that. But dude, like, oh my god. So Amber and I went to, and this can lead into the next bit. But well, uh, real quick first, Matt, put on the poll. Do you honor the zipper? Yes or no? <laughs> At like John yeah. cast on Twitter. Do you Perfect. honor the zipper? Yes or no? Uh. So, uh, well, it was Amber's, Amber and, wow, I just shipped over myself really bad. Amber and I's anniversary this week. And Ooh. so we, a couple months ago, purchased tickets for this event that happened in, in Houston. It's like the Dr. Seuss experience. And it's kind of cool. I, we, I have okay. some pictures and stuff, took baby Eli to it. It's kind of cool. It's like an art thing where they have like a big room and it looks just like, uh, like the Lorax thing with the trees, the big fuzzy trees. Okay. Uh, the room's really pink. It's really cool. There's a. Horton hears a who thing, like the big flowers. There's a big maze made out of, uh, I can't even think of what they were off the top of my head, like ball, like balloons. Uh, they had like a, the, a big like Lorax or a, like Grinch thing, cat in the hat. Really cool, really fun experience. That, that was fine. Bit overpriced for what we got out of it, but Eli enjoyed it. We got a bunch of parent pictures of him. That was really cool. But I've discovered, because we, we, we were in Houston, we're like, well, let's spend the rest of the day here. I've realized why... Amber and I are soulmates because I found per, a person who enjoys this thing as much as me. I love museums. Really? Unironically, I adore museums. They are a great time for me. I can spend hours there. So there was the na- the Natural uh. Science Museum. Where it, well, that's what I'm getting at. Is like Amber and I went to the Natural Science Museum and there was a bunch of dope stuff. We're learning, but there was a Pompeii exhibit that was there paid extra to go into that. So a bunch of crazy crap about that, but it made me laugh. Cause like we were walking towards the car at the end I've of been it. there. So it's not that cool. <laughs> mm, pretty dope. <laughs> you suck but, AJ. <laughs> like I realized I'm like, I, I'm like, I am so grateful. I was talking to my wife. I'm like, I'm so grateful for you. She's like, why? I'm like, most people don't enjoy this. <laughs> like, it's not like we had the conversation, like one of us was compromising. We're like, well, I guess we can go to the museum. <laughs> we both wanted to go to this natural science museum and they had some dopes that they had a real T-Rex skeleton there. It wasn't a casting. Like there was a, a museum dude there explaining everything. He's like, yeah, this is an actual T-Rex like skeleton fossil that we're borrowing from this other museum. Like it's awesome. It's freaking cool. And she loves it just as much as me. How do you borrow a skeleton? How does that work? 
they pack up the bones and I assume packing peanuts <laughs> and they ship it and they're like, hey, give us your T-Rex. We'll give you this whale, I guess. I don't know. That's what I was saying. It's like Houston just like call up a museum like, hey, man, uh, we're running low on T-Rex bones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can well, we like borrow some of yours? Low attendance, dude. But uh, all of like, I just I like all of that to get to uh, I, one last thing. So like in the gift shop, uh, we were really like, oh, let's get something out of the gift shop. And Amber found this shirt that I freaking loved. Where it's one of those like black t-shirts with like the text. It's a quote and it has a person it's quoting, mm-hmm. and it just says, "The floor is lava." And the quote is, "Everyone, Pompeii, seventy nine AD." <laughs> <That> screwed up. <laughs> oh my god! I was laughing so hard. That's messed up. And it because Amber's like, "Oh, that's funny." I'm like. That's really funny because a whole city died. <laughs> so awful. <laughs> but yeah. Very rarely imagine, do I get to yeah. I, I feel like in three hundred years, like is are there gonna be like gift shops that have like things making right. fun of nine eleven or something oh, like that? hundred percent. We're making fun of it now, dude. Uh, but like not, not like a museum gift shop. Like I don't feel like that's yeah. common. Like yes, like yeah, the comedians that make fun of nine eleven, but not like just random gift shops. <laughs> uh, but yeah, all that just to get to very rarely do I get to say something like I say positive about my wife, but no, like it's, that is like a sincere <laughs> bit. That was another thing I saw too. I'm so happy that we, cause I'm, I listened to a lot of comedy specials this week, like actual, like, like Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, all them. And I'm so happy that we're past that bit of comedy where the comedian's like, Oh, I hate my wife. She's such a, <laughs> cause I'm like, wow, it sounds like you're in a very unhappy relationship. Why are you with right. this person? Like just, it's funny because very rarely do I have like a sincere funny bit where it's just like, "Thank you, wife for like, for trick." I can try tricked my wife the last like five years that we've been married <laughs> to stick around. It's yeah. just like a, a isolated moment where it's like we both like museums. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I wouldn't say that I like or dislike them. I guess I haven't been to enough. I know like there's one open Oklahoma City like the Children's Museum. Matt, I think you've been to it, haven't you? Like the Yeah. Okay. The, uh, That's one that I definitely want to go back to because I went to a tournament in Oklahoma City and I wasn't able to go to the museum, but Brandy took Jackson while I was playing and she said it was really cool. It's like all kinds of cool like, like Oh, it's like the water. hands-on yeah, it's totally hands-on, 100%. <laughs> Amber and I did that, too, not knowing what it was. Oh, really? <laughs> we did. I think it was actually like one of our it was like our first wedding anniversary. We went to OKC, checked out the zoo, and we're like, oh, a museum, a science museum. Great. We went there, and we're like, this is for little kids. Little kids, we yeah, paid. We yeah. paid for it, so here we go. I'm going to play with the sand, too. <laughs> and there's like a four-year-old like, hey, back off. Like, can I play? I'm like, no, it's my turn. <laughs> But, but yeah, so that 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 was just kind of like an offshoot of my so Heath, of, our, of my week. Obviously, I know that you had a, a big week with E3. I know you got like a whole page full of notes. So give us the rundown. What happened? What's I definitely cool, do? What you look forward to? Yeah. What, what are sure. the highlights? I watched the majority of it. I didn't watch like the last bit of yesterday's. Um, like I think two days ago they had Capcom and a bunch of other presentations. I didn't get a chance to watch, but I saw what I would consider the big ones. Um, they kicked it off with Summer of Gaming. Uh, with Jeff Keighley, a uh, big announcement of that was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. It's like a, bu- a Borderlands spinoff based in, um, do you remember that, that DLC in Borderlands 2 where it's like the D&D DLC? Yeah, that was like my favorite yes. DLC yeah. from that game. Yeah, I made I the whole it. game based in that called Tiny Tina Wonderland. All right, pause. I, I he, <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Listeners, 
Oh god! What from the previous episode, uh, there, was awkward, there was a semi awkward. There was a semi awkward bit last episode where I called out Darren for the episode before, where I said you had the audacity to say you played through Borderlands Two, oh, to which okay, Darren didn't just defend himself; he argued. Uh, okay. I'm like, well, you didn't finish it. He's like, okay, I did finish it. I played it. The ending was the halfway point. <laughs> and so we're all like, what are you talking? I'm like, I don't think you finished it. To which I very rarely have these stances unless there's merit to it. And Darren, with confidence, was like, oh, no, I played through it. Yeah. I, 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 I love that it. game. Never to which it. we later got, this is inside baseball, but we very, we got a text halfway through the week of, hey guys, I read the synopsis of Borderlands 2, totally didn't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Oh, never never okay. played it. Continue, Heath. Uh, so I Tina. guess this is your chance, Darren. We can play this all together. Hopefully. 100% on board. Yeah. So is it a DLC or a proper game? It's a proper spinoff game, like a full on game. Ooh, I am on so board with that. Wait, so it's going to be like a full like 20 hours or whatever of content or something? Yeah, it should be at least yeah, yeah. from what the understanding is. Yeah, it's a whole full ah, on spinoff let's game. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Looks cool. Looks great. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics is coming out. If you've ever played Metal Slug, it's like a tactical game. It's like a almost like Final Fantasy Tactics type, type gameplay. Looks pretty cool. Metal Slug uh, doesn't get enough love. I agree with that. It's a good game. Mm-hmm. Um, Death Training Director's Cut is for PS5. If you saw the trailer for that, it is wild. It is a is it wild trailer. Death Stranding or Death yep. Draining? Death Stranding. Okay, I just misheard you. Okay, okay, okay. It's all good. I uh, want to. I just wild trailer. I've got a I've got a pile of stuff, and I feel like the weird artsy experimental one isn't on the top of the list. Yeah, which by the way, Bo Burnham craps on Death Stranding, and I will never forgive him for that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really funny bit. That was oh, it's like Death Stranding, is in it's boring, but like on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> um there's an evil dead game coming out and it actually looks pretty good it's not doesn't look awful it looks Bruce a little Campbell bit like um, likeness yeah, yeah, yeah right. his voice is in it too groovy um yeah it looks pretty solid actually and then the big thing of summer of gaming was they actually saw gameplay of elden ring Do oh yeah that is? is that it's that like in D&D the game. Elder scrolls oh okay okay yeah it's, it's no. like a it's like death soul or dark souls uh Bloodborne. Yeah, it's like a Bloodborne. Like yep. Yeah, it's like the, all those. It's called Elden Ring. It's written by George R. R. Martin, the guy that Game of Thrones. Mm. And uh, my God, it looks freaking incredible. Like I'm. They've been so talking on board about for it this. for a while. Yeah, it's got. So yeah, it's, it's a, a whole... new Dark Souls like game, yes. but in but written by George R. R. Martin by the yeah. Game of Thrones dude. So we got our ah. knights. We got the, you know, whatever witches or I don't know which. I'm, I'm spacing on D and D type thing the whole game of definitely yeah uh, check out the example. gameplay it looks incredible like the art direction is insane and it's right up my alley for sure um nope. honorable mentions lost ark is coming west it's a game that's been in korea for a long time it's like a diablo type game looks really cool uh payday 3 was teased for 2023 oh my so i know we all talked time. about that yeah and Whoa, there's gonna be why a new tease it at that i guess the, they gotta spark the hype now yeah exactly. but it's like why bring it up if it's not supposed to, or you know, supposed to? God knows, come out for another two years. It was okay. so brief. They like showed a picture of it, and that was like it. So okay, not going back to. I don't want to go back necessarily, but I do. I do have a question. So, the Elden Ring game. You yeah, it's a Souls like game. It is. So, so it's made by the same people. It's from Software, and also the same director. 
so is it like a souls like game is that just like because of the difficulty of the game or like what what makes it a souls like game uh, the combat mechanics difficulty so is god of war considered in that no in that? No, no no okay if I've you've never played ever any of those played games, so. a souls like you know you know where dark it is. souls yeah. demon souls bloodborne so. uh Loved him. It's Sekio. it's a very specific style. That's like playing like oh <laughs> Borderlands two and then comparing it to like Rainbow Six, where it's like well they both shoot very okay. differently gotcha. kind of. Thing. I just didn't I just didn't know because like I know I've watched like Demon Souls and Dark Souls on Twitch and stuff. I've just never played them, so I don't know. Yeah. Um. You know. Anyways, but so it's, so it's gonna be like essentially the same combat mechanics, everything like that. Uh, Correct. The different. The skin basically is kind of like. What yeah, I'm I mean, it looks honestly looks very Dark Souls inspired. Like the art direction is very cool. It's mostly yeah. just the stories written by R.R. Uh, Martin, um, and it's supposed to be open world too. So that's kind of different. The stories for De- for Dark Souls, Demon Souls, it exists, but that's very much not. It, it's Focus. by saying second tier, not even, maybe even like third tier. It doesn't matter. It's just playing the game, you know, beating the blah blah blahs. Having George R.R. Martin, who can actually focus solely on that crafting a story, pretty interesting. Well, yeah, Dark Souls reminds me of like John Wick, where like you understand there's like this giant deep lore to it, but they don't go in depth and explain it all. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got. So they went on to Ubisoft forward. Uh, they had some gameplay announced for Rainbow Six Extraction. I know that yeah. Matt was pretty excited for this one. Yeah, Another empty promise. Fun. Yeah, that too. Ubisoft. I mean, <laughs> it was possible, but I, I like Rainbow Six and Extraction is pretty fun or whatever it was called. It's a three person co op type tactical zombie shooter type thing. It looks pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Comes Zombies, out this year. You say. It's aliens, but yeah, same thing. I'll take it. But it's like more tactical. When though, I think like, of, yeah, when ahead. I think of rainbow six, I, I think realism. So I yeah. think that's interesting. It's like more tactical though. It's like really interesting where you're sneaking through corners and popping off shots and not trying to attract the, the horde. It's pretty cool. Send me some clips of the highlights like, stuff of games. Cause that, that sounds cool. Sure. Uh, Far Cry six. They showed a lot of that. DLC looks incredible. Dude, you can play you as Voss. You can play as all the villains from three, yeah, four, and all, five. I mean, I that which are cool, you know, Megan or Pagan Mim and the yeah. Church Boy from whatever game, but just Voss Joseph. is oh, is near and dear to my heart. So oh, like, yeah. have, bring it, they even brought the voice actors back. Like that's super dope. Mm-hmm. And they also announced an Avatar game, which is meh, whatever, cool, dude. What a weird thing that they are ramping up. Like this is going to be the next Avengers series. Where they're like, we're going to do five movies and we're going to have games. We already have, I think it's uh, Universal Studios or Disney, one of those where they have the Avatar worlds. I'm like, what a weird, there's one movie out. (laughs) And yeah, it was like the highest grossing movie ever. And I don't know if it's still held up, but like, it's what a weird, they didn't do that like Titanic. There was no Titanic world in, you know, whatever, (laughs) like Universal. Why do Avatar? The movie (laughs) was fine. (laughs) Yeah. But so, yeah, that's so weird. Yeah, uh, that's it for me. Go ahead. That was it for Ubisoft. Pretty much, Ubisoft sucked. Uh, we went to Gearbox showcase, the most trashed thing ever. So boring. They showed nothing. Some backstage of Borderlands movie, but they didn't even show anything. They didn't show anybody in character. It stupid. Really, just trash. <laughs> mm-hmm. After that was Devolver Digital. Uh, it's like the indie type stuff. And Devolver Digital, every showcase has like an incredibly wild, like this alternative comedy style of showcasing their stuff. And it's, it was actually pretty hilarious. So I, it's worth a watch, watch for sure. Um, but games that showed off during that was uh, Shadow Warriors 3, which I don't know if you guys have played 2 or 1. No. Wait, Shadow like Warriors. A, is that the... Uh, it have anything to do with Dynasty Warriors? No, no. Okay, then no. 
it's like a comedy shooter looter type thing. Um, it's it's pretty cool looking. Uh, the Shadow Three looks more like Doom than anything else with some loot. Um, <clears throat> there's a game that was called Trek to Yomi, which looks like a 2D Ghost of Tsushima. <clears throat> Dope. Sorry, it looks very Kurosawa. Yeah, <laughs> looks like very Kurosawa. It's like black and white. It looks really freaking cool art style. Okay. Uh, let's see what else they got. Uh, that's pretty much everything from there. It's really I've noticed. Um, the one funny part of the Devolver Digital is they had a uh, they introduced an NFT, but they called it a non fuckwithal tape. <laughs> so it was literally one VH8, VHS tape they made of the showcase, and it actually sold. What? Of course it so did. some idiot actually bought it. I don't know, but so stupid. That's I funny. heard that this year's E3 kind of sucked. Is that correct? Very I've much been hearing so. boring yeah. is the trending thing for it. Yep. They didn't show how much to show. And then uh, it was a big some... one. Go ahead. Xbox and Bethesda. Uh, started off with Starfield, which is a game where a lot of us are hyped for. I don't know about you guys. No. Nope. I don't radar. even know what that is. Matt? But... I'm hyped for it. Me I'm too. hoping it doesn't happen like Starfield. Cyberpunk. Me too. <laughs> Matt's so scared, and he's been hurt so bad by Cyberpunk. I have been. <laughs> That's a per- you know what? Let that be a personal thing you take for the rest of your life. Of like, hey, you can always get hurt so bad. <laughs> Something you love can always hurt you that bad. There are women that are gonna go- come and go in your life, buddy. <laughs> that can hurt you as bad as Cyberpunk. <laughs> I don't think it can ever hurt you as bad as that, Matt. Is that probably fair? not? Like, yeah. I don't you, I don't Lead you that on that for was, thirteen years and then just that, that was your rock bottom. I think that that's like probably, you know that yeah. like it's only gonna get better from here. You know, like you'll never get hurt again. <laughs> that was in my life hardened. changed. Food doesn't taste <laughs> as good anymore. <laughs> you've been galvanized. <laughs> um, but that's coming out next year, November. So All right. get hyped, I guess. Uh, Stalker Two is coming out uh, next year, April. That game looks pretty freaking sweet. Uh, graphics look very cool. Um, should also back for blood. That game looks great. Actually, we're all getting docket. it. Yeah, for sure. Back for blood. We're all getting it. Better all and get what it. What is that? Left 4 Dead. Sick. Like Left 4 Dead. Okay. Same team and good. everything. Looks great. Um, this, is the next, this is the game AJ. we'll be playing for the next ten years. Uh, yeah, so. uh, Darren, you won't shut up about Sea of Thieves. Just. <laughs> <laughs> in a general sense matey. well hey if you want to yeah, get some life pumped into it they are they have announced uh, Pirates of the Caribbean crossover I saw, I saw the post on Reddit I did not watch it but I just like saw that there was like a trailer or something that was released or something about it yeah for E3 that's mm-hmm. awesome like Jack Sparrow's in everything sincerely really? good for that game yeah oh yeah wow that's great Johnny's in a weird place career wise right now and I'm all about give the dude all the jobs, all the roles, all the because he was screwed. We, I say we in the sense of like the world screwed him. So give it back. <laughs> Let him have it. But like you guys don't even like Sea of Thieves. Why? Like no one, no one else likes the game other than me. I, I liked it fine. It, so. I liked it fine. It wasn't. I wouldn't call it a. Just granted. Okay, I have, and I'm, I've been clear about this. I have not played it since they started to make it good. Yeah, yeah. The so, early the early game when it first came out, it was definitely it's totally different than it is now. And I haven't even played it a lot since like all the crazy updates and like I wish they had released the game in its current state or something similar to it because there's so much more to do in the game. And that was the big complaint for both of us was just mm-hmm. like, uh, so you, you just, play it for a day and you're like, okay, well, what can we do t- today? Like, what now? What like same yeah. thing we did yesterday? <laughs> oh, that oh, sounds uh, sucky. 
find some chickens and come back and sell them. But anyway, so, so like, uh, I would be uh, totally down to play that game. The, the only thing that's hard about that game, though, with friends is that there's not a way you can play it for like 30 minutes. Like, it's impossible to play that game for a short time. Like, if you're going to play it, you got to like be what playing it for like four yeah. hours. It just, yeah, it's, it's it, a long game. It's one yeah. of those games that just like when you start playing it, you just get immersed into it and you don't even realize how much time has passed. And well, it's literally, hard to explain. Like, I don't know. Well, if but, you play it, like it's something, even something as simple as, all right, well, let's start this mission. We have to sail there. That takes 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> so yeah. like if you only play for 20 minutes, no, you will get to do nothing. Well, and then also like what often happens in that game is like, okay, you're okay. This is our island. We're going to this island. And on the, on the way, you see like this like treasure thing sticking out of the water. And like, okay, we've got to stop by and pick this treasure out of this boat. And then you get halfway there and then like this other, you know, player boat appears and then you like start trying to chase them or they start trying to chase you and you're fighting them. And then you get way off course and then you get back and okay, you win the fight, lose the fight, whatever. Then you go back to the island or like you're going back on course to the island and something else happens. So it's like, it's it's a high commitment game. Yeah. So like, that's why playing it on your goal, playing it for like one hour, you won't get to do anything because it (laughs) is very whatever. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm inclined to play it again. If it's ever on sale for like 10 bucks, 15 bucks, sub 20, I'll buy it. If it's sub 20, it's on Xbox game pass, which I recommend now. There's so many mm-hmm. games on there that it's, it's worth it at this point. I don't want to yes. pay us like a fee. I just want to pay for it's it. It's so good though, man. Like it's really worth it. All the Yakuza games are on there, including like a dragon now mm. and a bunch of games. All right. Uh, was there um, anything else? There's tons more. If you want to keep me to keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> more? Hit, hit, Dude, hit highlights. A lot more. Okay. Uh, Battlefield 24 2. Uh, yeah, so that? That? dude. Oh my god, that game! It looks awesome. It Holy does. crap! Like graphical. Oh my god, dude, it looks insane. Matt, you um, okay yeah, you, you doing okay, Matt? Yeah. Halo <laughs> Infinite. Cy- remember Cyberpunk, Matt? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Halo Infinite multiplayer is free to play. Dude, uh, that was a big surprise to me. Like I'm surprised it's free to play. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, a Plague Tale Two is coming out. If you haven't played the first one, highly recommend. And if you want to play the first one, it's very heavily rumored and to the point where the website has never been wrong that A Plague Tale is going to be July's free PSN game. Nice. In that case, you have no no reason not to. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Uh, there's a game called Place. It has, has like this weird 2D type 8-bit style. Looks really, really sick art style. Uh, check that out. Um, Age of Empires 4, Darren. Ooh, wait, like, wait, what is it? So the one that Lee and all them play is Age of Empires 3, correct? Correct. So they're like just finally like making a new one after like 20 years, whatever. Wow. Yep. It's been a that while. That is nuts. What the crap? Oh, no, they're, yeah, they're, they're, I think they play two maybe. Maybe they play two. It, it is two. It is two. Because three is a trash one. Yeah. So two is the good one. And so now they're making, I wonder what the. Like, did they explain anything about like what's different with the game? Is there no obviously updated graphics, obviously, but like yeah, yeah. just the uh, usual stuff hmm, that's that you expect. Yeah, um, hopefully it's uh, better than the third one for sure. For sure. Uh, the big game was uh, the big reveal was a game called Redfall. It's like a four-player co-op vampire Dude, that looks game. Very interesting to me. Yeah, I mean they only showed like a like cinematic a what like trailer. A, a cinematic trailer, yeah, but still it looks mm-hmm. pretty interesting for sure. I think it's a game that we'd all be interested in playing. I think. Yeah, probably. And then I saw Square Enix. <clears throat> Did you guys hear about the Guardians of the Galaxy game by Square Enix? Yes, yes. I have. That's uh, I'm on board. I'm 100% on board, actually. 
Yeah, they, like, I think it looks pretty cool. They just need to... Of course, that was also alpha footage, but I they need to optimize that game. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching that gameplay, and it was like five frames per second. I was like, oh my God. It's, if it's, it's like going this, to look better, but it just conceptually, I'm on board. Yeah. Yeah, I was square, scared when I first saw it. Square, you know, like Guardians. I thought it was going to be like the Avengers, Guardians Galaxy in Avengers, that game. So I was kind of scared about it, but this is like a completely separate project, so... I'm inclined to like it, but yeah, the whole, I love, it's such like a car crash that I can't not stare at with the whole Avengers game. Oh gosh, thing. yeah. It costs them so much money. It's a drop in the bucket for them, but it they have lost so much money off know, the man. Avengers game. I had high hopes for it too, so that really sucks. Well, did you see that they're adding uh, Black Panther to the Avengers game? Yeah. I mean, too? they're actually adding his whole arc, which is, I mean, it could be cool. I've never played the game, so I can't really have say anything about it. But from what I hear, it's just a garbage fire. Mm-hmm. I thought about buying it the other day because it was on sale for like, I think twenty or twenty-five. Yeah, I think it's free on something. I, th- I think they pulled a EA, and when Battlefront Two got released, it was a hot mess, and then they fixed mm-hmm. it, and it's like really good now. I think they're slowly doing that to the Avengers game. I hope so, but like from what I understand, there's like only two boss battles in the whole game, and it's just like a drag. It's like more of a Destiny type game where you just freaking grind and grind and grind, and there's really no progression. Mm. Which uh, I don't know if you're into that kind of thing. Cool. And the last thing I'll hit on for Square Enix is Final Fantasy Origins, which I talked about last time. That rumor is real. Mm-hmm. It's actually a thing that's coming out. Yay! Uh, yay, kind of. Because if you see the oh, trailer. Yeah? It's a meme now. It's it was oh, kind of bad. Man. <laughs> it's kind of awful. You guys should see the trailer and see. You'll... I thought it was a Devil May Cry game when I first yeah, saw it. Yeah, it looks that way, huh? Like yeah. it has uh, Ninja Gaiden written all over it. It's Team Ninja for sure. Okay. And it was interesting enough. Like I'm still gonna buy it and play it. No questions asked. Uh, but he says I'm gonna kill Chaos like six times in a row. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's, to to where it's like a meme now, where everyone's like talking about Chaos now, and yeah, it's kind of cringy. But I think it's just like a Eastern thing coming west where it's doesn't really translate super well. But mm. overall, still pretty hyped for everything. Still gonna buy it. Um, overall, uh, E3 was kind of a botch though. Really, not much mm-hmm. to get hyped about. At least too crazy hyped. Probably. I mean, granted, we I'll, I'll call 2021 and eh, first couple months of 2022 uh, recovery period yeah, for a lot for of sure. businesses. A lot of you know people. Making a game, you can only work from home, you know, to get so much done. So I'm somewhat okay with it. Uh, I'm sympathetic to it. We'll see when I'm next year, we'll decide. But people have been saying, yeah. I know how near dear it is to your heart. People have been saying E3 has been dying for years. Yeah, I know. But, uh, next bit of news I have here, which is hardly news, and especially coming from the thing it's associated with, uh, the Spawn series is getting a spinoff TV show, in theory, of Sam and Twitch. These are characters from Spawn, very famous. Uh, Todd McFarlane is working with uh, a, a TV production studio that I've not seen the show behind the show Mayor of Easttown. I'm not familiar, mm, but either. they're working on making a Spawn spinoff Sam and Twitch TV show that is going to then be shopped around to the different networks. So keep that with the smaller than a grain of salt because it's Todd <laughs> McFarlane yeah. who uh, I've got. Uh, Jamie Foxx lined up to play Spawn. Yeah, thank you, Todd. We heard. Are you going to make the movie? <laughs> We're working on it. Uh, with that, too, to keep up with the whole following up on news, Lou 
Lil Uzi Vert has apparently ditched his $24 million forehead diamond. Oh, what happened? <laughs> the name of the article is Lil Uzi Vert ditches $24 million forehead diamond that made him bleed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this didn't work out. <laughs> I don't know. This is kind of like a tabloidy type thing where apparently he there his last bunch of pictures on social media have him without the diamond. Oh, that's so, so funny. So people are speculating what that, you know, what the reasoning was, is, but maybe that's probably because like everyone in his life is like, hey man, that's no. stupid. <laughs> hey vision and he's, he's stop it uh oh my and, gosh actually, i found a picture on google of like literally blood coming down from his forehead yeah that's like, not good wow uh they also have announced the name of aquaman 2 which will be directed by james wan again with it which is aquaman 2 the lost kingdom okay okay yeah yeah to which i respond okay yeah not, not i mean Aquaman was, I guess, probably one of, I would say it's an average DC movie. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. I'd call um, it above average DC movie. I guess it has to be just because of the quality of DC movies generally. Um, but anyways. Yeah, not particularly great. Uh, until To kind of keep up with the game news, Until Dawn, which I love, which if uh, Matt, I highly recommend you play. It's one of the free uh, PlayStation collection, whatever oh, games okay. that you get. Yeah. Until Dawn is fantastic. It's a choose your adventure game. Uh, Actually, I don't know about But it's that. horror. And it has a fantastic well, story. I don't like it. It's so good. It's good. <laughs> I don't like horror and I don't like movie games. <laughs> uh, it's got Hayden Panettiere in it. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but they are working on, uh, they have an anthology series called the Dark Picture Anthology Series, which they did. Uh, what are the Man of Madon, which was okay. Little Hope, which I think was pretty good. I haven't heard too much about it, but they're working on a new one called House of Ashes, which is going to be set uh, set in 2003 during the Iraq War. Which cool. I'm all about cool stories for horror, so that's perfectly uh great for as far as a a setting goes for a horror story. And I like the the Until Dawn people. They make good games, good story games. Ah. Uh... I think that's all I have for news. So I guess we, I mean, we're actually, we're all rearing towards the end here. So let's go ahead. And do you guys have any recommendations or homework? I recommend that if you can play an Yakuza game or particularly like a dragon, please do that. They are great games, lots of fun, over the top, just craziness in the best kind of way. And like a dragon is, is definitely on par with all those. Okay. Um, I like to I was recommend. Say, okay, go ahead. Sorry, uh, I, I was gonna say Heath. Like, as someone who hasn't played any of those games, I have no idea. Like, what is like? I don't think your, you'd like it. Your ten second elevator pitch. You know, for that. Uh, it is a beat 'em up type adventure game where you explore Tokyo. Uh, it's really Karach- Karachimo, I think, is the city. Um, and you are a gangster, and you do gangster stuff, but it's also over the top ridiculousness where you have to like rescue panties from people and stuff and <laughs> yeah it's crazy yeah not playing it you should <laughs> i don't you won't like it i promise you you won't like it it's anime the video game <laughs> Ooh, and appearing <laughs> no, true. especially the... like a dragon dude like a dragon is the most like, like bonkers cartoony. which is part of the bit uh and, and appearing so from the deep is our good friend ian welcome welcome to the podcast ian you're so quiet this whole time <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we made it clear. Uh, 
Yeah, we're doing recommend recommendations and bits uh, or homework, and then we'll get to our emails, which we actually have an email, and then we'll mm. uh, we'll talk about Loki episode one afterwards. So keep stay tuned after that if you wanna if you wanna hear our very spoiler talked about Loki. Uh, my recommend if you want a good stand up special, Tom Segura has a fantastic one on Netflix called. Uh, he has a lot. I'm gonna call it disgraceful. That was a really good one. Disgraceful. Uh, he has. Tom Segura might be my spirit animal when it comes to comedy, <laughs> which uh, we're running on time. But so real, real quick, I just I want to hear from you guys. What do you think your strength is comedy wise? And then I want to hear what other people think you're which we may not think about it maybe for next time. Like what you think the other, you know, the other guy's strengths are in comedy. For example, I think my strength for comedy is I can mock observational things. Okay. So I can see something and I can put, that's my comedy. I can put a twist on something that I see and I think is bizarre. So like Darren, what do you think your comedy, like your strength <laughs> in comedy is? He's already laughing. <laughs> uh, if anything, I, like as like being like, you know, out of character or whatever, I think that is have like a contagious laugh is pretty much it. I think that's honestly is my <laughs> strength. That's your comedy is I laugh. <laughs> therefore other people will laugh. <laughs> like I, it's stupid, but like, I don't know. I just think that that's like, well, see, we're not what, laughing I mean, right now my, though. Uh, well, yeah. which is, it's funny because then you're like, man, this doesn't, why am I not funny? Because Dang, no, one, <laughs> no one thinks I'm funny, <laughs> but no, I'm laughing. Uh, now you guys laugh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. I, I have honestly like. Um, I think I'm witty. I think that I have like I'm quick to I'm quick to the punch in terms of, like of just thinking of something that's relevant on the spot. I think that that would be my strength. I, okay. I don't know if I actually am or not. Like, well, that's, that's how- next episode we can talk about when we have time. We can talk about what we think the other person's strengths are comedy because I think I do have a strength for you. But we'll talk about that next episode. Okay. Uh, Heath, what do you think your strength is comedically? I have no idea, man. I really honestly don't <laughs> like. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. I don't think I am very funny, honestly. <laughs> I think you're funny. Uh, Matt, what about you? I have no clue, dude. <laughs> That's part of your strength, because I don't I'll know. Exactly. I, I was going to say, <laughs> wild just being card, confused baby. and don't know anything. Ian, what do you think your strength I got a, is? I got comedy? an answer, yeah. Um, so, I am. me and Matt are the only ones that aren't dads in this group. Okay. But I feel like most of my comedic quick response like in a conversation is very dad humor s fair so i'm trying to tame it down a little bit because i feel like i'm i don't know i i, I see myself <laughs> as being annoying <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely know my wife is you know constantly rolling her <laughs> eyes so <laughs> um uh, a good eye does roll, anyone eh? not appreciate yeah. your humor as much as your wife and i mean that in a general sense it's so true put it on the poll put it on the poll does, Does your anyone, wife appreciate your humor? Does your significant other appreciate your humor? No, hates just it. like, is there anyone that hates your humor more than your significant other? Or some, <laughs> yes. Something along those Perfect. lines. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, because, because that is so we, like, I, We're a comedy podcast. You know, we talk about funny things. And I think I'm, that's, if, of the things, I feel like it's always awkward when people are like, oh, I'm, I know I'm good looking. I'm blah, blah, blah. I know I'm funny. Varying degree, I could be. I'm, I'm. I think I'm way funnier in my head. There are people who think I'm not very funny, but I think I'm funny. That's a strength that I go to sleep with having. And I can. Ne- I've I've known Amber for ten years. Over no twenty. We met in 2011, so ten years this year. Married for five years, and I have not figured out how to make her laugh. 
There is nothing you can do. There is absolutely nothing. Because I'll make I her bring... laugh every now and then, but it's an accident, and I don't mean for it to happen. When I'm trying to make her laugh, oh, 100%. Nothing. Yeah, it is it is one of those, like, you are, you just feel like you just gave her comedy gold, and she's just like, <laughs> just shut up. dying. Shut up, I can't shut do up, anything. Darren. And it's like, but... dude, that was gold. Like, how? what am I supposed to do? And then you will say something like, that's not even funny at all, and then you're like, you start laughing because she's laughing. It's like, oh, I did it finally, but that was like, you know, that was B-tier comedy for me or whatever. But yeah, Heath, how's you and Tori's relationship? <laughs> we were <laughs> <laughs> the way you phrase that question. Yeah. Are you guys going to get a divorce? <laughs> no, no, we're doing good. But like an ongoing bit that Tori absolutely hates that I do all the time since as long as we've been together is I always go like in a very serious tone, like, hey, hey, Tori, Tori. And she goes, yes. I go, do you think my tractor is sexy? And she hates it. <laughs> she hates it. I do it way bit. more often than I should. That's and beautiful. she absolutely hates it. So like I do like I do my humor with Eli because he doesn't understand what's going on. <laughs> so I'm watching a movie with a, with my kid and I'm explaining things like an adult to him where I, I'm trying to th- I'm making up an example. I'm trying to think of like there's like a scene of like I'm watching like a crime movie or something and there's like a prostitute and I'll be like, oh, see, Elijah, that is a prostitute. You see, I have a business. You have to sell goods and or services. She sells services. <laughs> I think that's hysterical. And my wife is just, AJ, I'm just like shaking her head. And I'm like, that's funny. I'm talking, I'm telling that to a nine month old. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, but so uh, just like last time, like I said, I'm starting a thing where I'm reaching out to other shows, making a lot of cool friends. And we have been submitted another clip from the podcast, the Matt and Mark movie show. I've listened to a couple episodes from these guys. They're very, very good. They have, they have guests on their shows as well. They have some great critiques of movies and they do it in a really fun way. So this is from them. Hey, genre geeks. This is Matt from the Matt and Mark movie show saying hi. You guys wanted us to reach out with some recommendations or stuff we're excited about. Well, we're excited for all the usual stuff I think you guys are probably excited for, like Black Widow and uh, and maybe even Space Jam 2, right? Oh, hell yeah! But I think our most anticipated movie of the summer is The Green Knight yep. from A24. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Bananas. Hell like yeah. a live-action Dark Souls movie or something, but sort of with an art house style. Count us in. Question, are the genre geeks excited for this? Yes, Follow-up question, who is Darren? I'm supposed to give Darren a hard time about his questionable movie taste, but I don't really know Darren that well. So I'm not comfortable doing that. I'm just going to say, Darren, you know what, man? You do you. All right? You like the movies that you like. Be proud of that. Live your dream. If you prefer to watch the butthole cut of Cats over the John Wick movies, that is your choice. Hold on. There's more. There's more. There's more. And we at the Matt and Mark Movie Show support you. Anywho, if you want more movie positivity... And definitely more buttholes. Tune in to the Matt and Mark Movie Show on all the major podcast streaming platforms. You can follow us on Instagram as well. We're at the Matt and Mark Movie Show. Thanks for having us, genre geeks. And uh, I think maybe at some point in the future, we should have one or two or maybe all of you uh, genre geeks on our show. Take care, guys. I, I mean, think, so, things got to be me, right? I mean, they love me, it seems like. Yeah, they love yeah me. they're big fans of you. <laughs> Definitely. got to be me. I mean, uh, come on now. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, Matt and Mark Movie Show. You guys are fantastic. I've listened to a yeah. bunch of their episodes. They are yeah, very good. good. They're very entertaining. But I also, I, yes, so answer your question, yes. At least Heath and I, very hyped for The Green Knight. I love the A24 movies that they, they put out. Big fan of them. 
And I've been hyped for this movie. It was is delayed. It was supposed to come out last year. So I'm super yeah. hyped for that. Do they always play that music in the background in their podcast? No, but I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, it was that, extra I thought it was a good touch. I liked it. Made, yeah, very professional. Really this nice. is when you're a guest on another yeah. man's show, Darren. Make it look good. Present. And so actually, that reminds me, after this, we got to record a bit for them. They want us to send them a little something, something. So we'll Ooh. definitely have to get on that. So okay. thank you, friends, over the Matt and Mark Movie Show. Check them out on the Instagrams and the Twitters and all that th- and all that stuff. They are very, very good. All right. As long as it results in more followers for us as well, then yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Come on. Just a symbiotic Selfish. relationship. <laughs> no, I was going to say for sure, Green Knight looks awesome, man. Super dope. That looks so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. down for that. All right. So... uh we got a little yeah, bit of time so here. Let's try to get a little hurry. So we have, let's actually, let's do this one here. So uh, like I mentioned, we have friends that we've been making with other shows and we got asked a few questions from, and we'll got to answer these quick, a few answers from a couple of our friends over at the nerdiest podcast. They were the guests on the previous episode and they asked us, hold on, I'm trying to pull up. Here we go. Uh, best Star Wars film is round Robin rapid fire. Star Wars five. Empire oh Strikes God. Back. Empire Strikes Back. Why'd you say it like that? I love five. You're joking. That's actually Empire Strikes Back. That's what I know. It's my favorite movie. It's great. <laughs> Top ten. Um, Matt. Revenge of the Sith. Okay. Okay. Empire Man. Strikes Back. That's a that's a yeah. that's a it's easy one. Like, like, I mean, <laughs> why is it so I good? was like, well, because it's no. dope. That's the cool it's just a one. Great that's, one. Yeah. Yep. See, look, uh, look, I'm a genius. Have me on all your podcasts. F- <laughs> favorite movie of all time. I hate oh, that. Gosh, I hate oh, answering a, that kind of question. How do you answer that question? Uh, I hate answering easy. that type of question. So I'm just gonna go with Reservoir Dogs. That's that tends to be my number one answer. Scott Pilgrim? No, it's not okay. It. Sure, I'll go with that. That's fine. Robots. Matt the cartoon. Ian? Ah, <laughs> Starring one Ewan McGregor and Amanda Bynes. <laughs> I'm just gonna uh, let that be my answer. <laughs> that's perfectly. I'm fine. probably gonna say Inception. Okay. Yeah. Uh, any podcast you'd recommend that isn't your own? Final question from the nerdiest. Ooh. Wait, say it again. I'm going. Uh, any podcast that you would recommend that isn't genre geeks? Oh. Uh, I'm gonna go with Two Bears One Cave. Mm-hmm. I've been on a Tom Segura kick recently. Him and Burt Kreischer. Great podcast. Very funny. I'm going to go do, with... Oh, go ahead. go ahead, Heath. I'm going to do Punch Up the Jam. I'm still listening to it. Still love it. Still very, very Second fun. that. Great, great show. I would go with Two Chunks and Hunk. Dude, they're awesome with movies. They're a movie I show. I freaking yeah. love mm-hmm. them so much. Such a good movie show. Um, Dan Lebitz Art Show, Darren? N- no, but yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> No, actually, uh, one podcast that I listen to is the Nothing Personal with David Sampson. Um, okay. He is a former uh, president of baseball operations for the Marlins, and that sounds super boring if you don't like anything about sports. <laughs> but he like goes super into detail about like all of his stuff that he did with the Marlins and his dealing with baseball, and it's really interesting hearing like 
the inner workings of a team from the from a executive within that team. So all you guys tell all the movie all the movies and geeky stuff. I'll tell you the sports thing. Like he he gives you a lot of like inside information uh, from how it is to like to run a baseball team to run like to be an executive like in a big organization and stuff. And he also like he also loves movies as, as well. Like every single week he reviews a movie. Uh, and so it's also like one of those things that I get to hear about that as well. So they, yeah, nothing personal with David Sampson is what I recommend. Cool, Matt. Um, it's kind of a odd one, but I like watching reality TV every now and then. And there's mm. a podcast called Wrap Ups, and it's just a um, like his Big Brother show or Big Brother seasons specifically are fantastic because if you don't know, in Big Brother, there's the live feeds, and so there's stuff always happening, and uh, way more stuff happens outside feeds. of the actual show. So, um. But yeah, he he does a good job of keeping up all that stuff. And if you like Big Brother like I do, it's fun to listen to, to keep it up with week by week. All right. So thank you very much, Nerdy's Podcast, for that. Darren, do you want to go through our email real quick? Yeah. So super excited to be reading email again. If you're listening to this and you have anything to send us, even if it's just like a, hey, Darren, I love all of your movie opinions. Go ahead and send it. So first (laughs) off, this one says, hi, genre geeks. I love listening to your show. You all are very funny. Ah, thanks. Well, you feel like us. friends, and that's nice to listen to. Whether you're teasing each other most or encouraging each other, it makes me smile. <laughs> uh, it says, congratulations on 50 episodes. Not a lot of shows make it that far. As a movie fan myself, I love your movie episodes. Your breakdown we'll get of the to plot- that eventually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your breakdown of the plot is very funny, and for the bad movies, makes them better. I thought the new MK was awesome. Your girly movies are hilarious. I want some love for Josie and Pussycats. Uh, he just said Josie and Pussycat, so I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> uh, he Rosario says, Dawson pre- was in that. <laughs> I appreciate what you fellas do. Your show structure is great. I like being kept up on nerd news and especially how you guys aren't afraid to say things that are bad or good. A lot of shows aren't too negative on everything or, t- or too scared to say anything negative at all. You have a good balance of both. Um, my only question is, what is your last song that was played on your streaming service? Thank you, geeks, for making a fun show from Bryce. So... Uh, what was the last song that was played on y'all's uh, Spotify or whatever? Last, well, technically mine is a podcast, but the song I played right before that, Unaccommodating by Eminem. Nice. Mine's How the World Works by, by Lil Mosey. Uh, Matt, repeat yours. Mine's How the World Works by Bo Burnham. Gotcha. And Ian, you said by Lil, Lil Mosey? Lil Mosey. I'd never heard of Lil it before. Mosey. It just kind of like... It, you know, like when you play a song on your music and, and like shuffle like, to it. Yeah, like it goes random. to it. Noticed okay. by Lil Mosey. It was pretty good. All right. Darren? Never heard him before. Uh, mine was Radio Slash Video by System of a Down. Nice. Cool. Heath? I've only seen podcasts. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I had to scroll down for music. It looks like it was Starface's new album. So Okay. But either way, uh, definitely thanks for the email, Bryce. Um, I I don't know. I, I I thought like his his part about he said that uh, a lot of shows are too negative on everything or too scared to say anything negative at all. I don't. That's weird. I've never noticed that. Like, are there shows that are too positive or too negative? Like, I I don't listen to a lot of other podcasts. Honestly. There's a lot of podcasts so. that are like shows that will be kind of I say political in the sense of they don't want to say like you know something is bad. It's it's a hot yeah. it's a take to say man that sucked. And so there's a balance. I th- I like to think. Oh, well, apparently, according to this fan, we strike a balance. Of I feel like that's weird. really good. That sucks. 
Like, what, I mean, unless we were getting like, paid by like a company, like why would we not just be honest with our opinion? It's such a weird thing. Well, because to do. it's easy to. I've listened yeah. to a ton of podcasts that are just too negative. Everything yeah, sucks. Sure. Everything's bad. I see. What did you think of this movie? Sucks. Like, there's also podcasts where they stray well, away from saying anything bad. They only p- focus on the good, which is could yeah. be a good thing. But there are a lot like they want to get. They want to get sponsors. I guess yeah, that's so. true. Wait, so what, we're doing something wrong then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, nah, I think we're too negative. Or I think it's best to stay honest. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. Because I mean, usually that, we're no, to be honest, we're usually split too. Like some of us like it, some of us don't. So that makes mm-hmm. it good conversation and also easy to see both sides. Speaking of that really quickly, I know we're towards the end, but Ian's here, and I want to hear like a less than five minutes. What do you think of Inside by Bo Burnham? And we talked about it earlier a little bit with Matt. I just kind of want to like we don't have to go super detail with us, but I just want to hear what Ian thought. Um, so Ian, you watched it this week, so what were your thoughts? I am so sorry, dude. Like, <laughs> I was trying to message y'all in the Discord chat. I like somehow my uh, sound cut out on y'all for like the past like twenty seconds. So did you it's hear what I did? You hear what I asked you about the Bo Burnham thing or no? Oh, dude. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bo Burnham. Yeah. Take just like a quick, minute. Like, l- just do your recap in a minute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dude. So I watched it as soon as we got done with our last podcast. I'm not normally a fan of Bo Burnham. I'm just not a big fan of like stage, like comedy music. I think it's kind of eh. But dude, this special was incredible. I was very surprised. Um, it wasn't, I, I think you're all right in the sense like it's not supposed to be like a, a comedic special for the most part. I mean, it does have uh, comedic moments in it, but I was very entertained and the visuals were insane uh, for a one man sure, uh, thing. Sure. I mean, it was incredible. Uh since that last time we did our podcast, every single day I have woken up and had the song White Girl Instagram stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> every single day. <laughs> yeah. That's great. But so I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed right. it. It's that's that, awesome. like like AJ said before, like pretty much everyone that we've talked to that have watched it has been like, Yeah, they really enjoyed it. So like I guess Matt would be the closest one to this point where he's like, Eh, I'm not really sure. So but yeah. either way. So. All right. So uh that's gonna wrap this episode up. Uh, send us an email genregeekscast at gmail.com follow us on all the social stuff Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at genregeeks or at genregeekscast you can go to any of those places hit our link tree you can find us there and until next time bye now my stupid friends are having stupid children 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 And now my stupid friends are having stupid